What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. The end of the week yeah. episode. How was your yeah. week, brah? It's okay. It's okay. Been uh been quite busy. But uh yeah. You're feeling the festive you? festive cheer, no? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I think it's that that season where you start to hear the the Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas." Oh, you're already hearing it ringing. Here. Yeah, I heard it. I hear it in town. I'm hearing it in malls and all that. Yeah, but I, I think uh, it's, it's a good time also to talk about festive. It's like I think you you got a lot of people excited the last couple of days <laughs> on your on the Instagram stories on the Yalaba Instagram stories, huh? Oh my confusing uh, Yalaba Instagram story. Yeah, can you give a little bit of context of why why we wanted to bring this up, huh? <laughs> Because because I mean, if you were uh, looking at our Instagram stories over the past two days, mm. uh, I think it was on Wednesday where I mm. I posted uh, Insta stories of me uh, uh, like looking like at, I'm at my own wedding lah, where there was. Uh, you know that slides show on the screen with me and my mm. wife, uh, on screen. And I mean, I, mean, I, I just a... clarify: you, you were, you were posting videos of something that looks like a wedding. I also didn't know whether it was meant to look like your wedding or what, lah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It was videos like, like of of a wedding of which yeah. I am part of, lah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If you if you paid attention to the details. So, so mm. I will come to my rational why, but I was very heartened that many people on Instagram started congratulating me because we I have been talking about my wedding that's upcoming. La. And then mm. uh, someone messaged like, oh, finally get to see your bride, you know, congrats, so happy for you. Uh, and that was going according to plan because where I actually was, was on a mm. shoot for a two-episode short film that mm. just so happened is set at a wedding where I am the groom. Yeah. Yeah. So... My plan was like, okay, you know, let's let me mess with with people's minds, um, and yeah. post that, and then have a reveal the next day that is not actually my wedding, la. Um, mm, unfortunately, mm. the shoot the next day was a lot more uh, intense as well, so I think yeah. I didn't really post the reveal. So mm. I think some people might be confused, including Terence who messaged me on yeah. Thursday night saying, "Hey, the stories, well, what were you getting at, uh, or something?" Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, just I mean, initially I was like, okay, it's cute, you're pretending like it's your wedding, but after a while. You were literally just showing shots <laughs> of a wedding. Then I'm like, if we, someone doesn't see the context of the stories on 24 hours ago, they'll be like, what, what the, the heck fuck is, is going on on the yellow butt? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a random wedding that you're shooting. Was, so I literally messaged and asked, are you, are, are you like mistakenly posting these stories on your, that's meant to be personal on, on the yellow butt? Oh. Yeah. No, I would say the intention was there. Like, the execution mm-hmm. uh, could have been better, I will admit. Yeah. Um, no context, so do, no those of you, those of you thinking that I actually got married, no, 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 no. It was yeah, a yeah. short film, uh, set in the world of weddings, where there happened mm. to be a ballroom wedding, uh, of which I was part of, la. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, it wasn't my actual wedding, uh, but thank yeah. you all so much for the congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but, I mean the the lack of context was very jarring for. I think for people to to try to understand what was happening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, right, so. right now, the master of our Instagram account is Terrence. So I'm pretty sure you were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know, I, I was just so confused. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was just confused. Like, what are people going to be thinking when they see this? Like, is, is it Harish's wedding? Is it 
not Harish's wedding, like why is it just some random wedding and like yeah. You know, so I guess there's one thing about Insta that, stories. Right? Like I posted yeah. something on Wednesday, hinting at a review, but by Thursday mm. when that story expired, the the few yeah. that I posted on Thursday were like totally out of context, lah. Yeah, it didn't make any sense really. So right. yeah, so this is clearly a a boomer trying to uh uh use social media. But yes, mm. I will continue to mm. attempt to do stuff like that. Uh, so just yeah. bear with me, lah. But, but yeah. it's quite in line with the theme of what we're going to talk about in the topics today. Like context that is matters. true. That is context true. Matters. That is true. Context right. matters. Um, right. Yeah. But before that, are we plugging anything? Uh, I think are I thought we, we just plugging? did. We just plugged our Instagram. Our Yellow oh, Instagram that's true. Account, that's right? true. That's true. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Yeah. If you want uh, to see random stories of not Harish's wedding, but other weddings, uh, fake weddings, you know. But uh, now it'll be, it'll be gone Instagram already. Stories. It'll be gone. Oh yeah, that's right. It'll be gone. That's right. Yeah. Unless we archive it as a reel of Harisha's not wedding. Mm. Or maybe your as a highlight reel. When, no, no, no. I'm saying in, in the upcoming few weeks, your actual mm. wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll probably, yeah, yeah, there'll probably be some some instances. Uh, people mm. were asking also, yeah. hey, did, how did Terrence dress? Uh, did he wear his suit? I don't have fuck, lad. <laughs> Yeah, I was in my pajamas <laughs> so, at home. So you know, people people <laughs> want to see see your dress when you do come for my wedding. Uh. Of course, of course, influencer, influencer, influencer. man, influencer, <laughs> bro. No lah, but yeah, but uh, cool. yes, yeah, that's our plug. But uh, how was your week then, other than the fake wedding? Uh actually, okay, just just fl- flying by, man, flying by. Yeah. Uh, today is eleven eleven. Uh. You know, eleven eleven. Mm. I'm gonna be mm. ordering some shit online for the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Um, will you come by? Will you come by your wedding? I hope sure so. Come I mean, by it's, your, like month, sure. it's like a month, lah. It's like a month, lah. It, it like should. Yeah, you got yeah. supply chain, supply <laughs> yeah, chain walls. Uh. <laughs> you better cross your fingers. There's no flood. There's no flood wherever you're ordering stuff from. Yeah. So, Terence, <laughs> if you have no alcohol at the wedding, uh, you know why, la. <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> Coming all the way from overseas. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Shall we but jump yeah, into we can, the first topic, man? Let's jump into it, man. Yeah. And and the first topic is uh, following up from Parliament, uh, which happened two days ago on Wednesday, November mm. 9th. There was an online safety bill uh, that was passed to protect Singaporeans, mm. especially the young, from harmful content online. Mm. So it was basically a bill to amend the existing Broadcasting Act. Um, mm. that has to do with social media and regulating that space. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but when, when, when you saw this, what made you want to talk about this in particular? Uh, I think this is part of a very big global trend where governments are starting to try and expand their powers over big tech, right? Uh, mm. Over big social media platforms. Uh, and, and contrary to what, you know, people might think is Singapore is not the first place to do something like that, right? It's been mm. done in some other places, which we'll talk about, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I thought this is it's interesting that now we're finally Singapore is putting its foot forward and 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 showing hand, lah, in terms of well, how we're going to tackle this issue of online safety. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, how about it you? Has... Well, like, what 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 do you what about it? Thought you thought was interesting. So initially, I thought it might not be interesting because it feels mm. like we have spoken about this before. You know, there yeah. has been a lot of talk about regulating social media. It's been kind of talked about in parliament before. But I guess what changed mm. for me is that, I mean, in some way, that's a good thing, you know, that we have been speaking about it in the past and this is a bill mm. that has been passed. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's so easy to think, oh, you know, the government just makes policies, don't give a shit about what people care and all that. But, but mm. when I realized, oh, yeah, previously we were talking about what was being debated. Um, yeah. And in some way, that is the, the good process. La. The outcome, mm. uh, we can talk through, but, but that's when I thought, oh, okay, this is interesting. At least there's some, some more quantifiable uh, rules in place. Mm, which is not mm. something that we have seen much before. La. And also the, yeah. the realization that, oh shit, other countries have put in place certain things like Germany, like France, like Australia, which we can mm. talk through. La. Yeah. But what are yeah. these uh, quantifiable things that uh, Singapore is putting in place? Uh, so, okay. So, so basically, there is this thing called the Broadcasting Act, right? It's been around mm. for ages. Um, yep. But Pre- uh, previously or rather currently it does not cover entities that operate outside Singapore mm. so I mean mm. the, even the term broadcast like, when the fuck you hear the word broadcast it's like broadcast TV right this act was probably yeah. written don't know how long ago um, yeah. but this new bill uh, proposes two new mechanisms like. so first mm. um, it is for electronic services uh, to that allow ac- people to use or communicate or access content online to be regulated by the broadcasting act Previously, mm, it wasn't mm. the case because online communication services, it might be from abroad, la, right? Yeah. So, so even within this, like what, uh, what kind of online communication service falls under will be depending on, on their reach and all that and there will be a code of mm. practice which hasn't been there before. La. Then yep. the second one is that social media services, um, mm. which is a, a, a type of online communication service, I guess will yeah. also need to be regulated and uh, have their own rules which include like taking down content that is deemed egregious <coughs> agre- agre- mm-hmm. egregious 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 Fuck, I said ag- did I just say egregious yeah it, fucking hell <laughs> it's okay yeah I understood I understood egregious it's still, it's still, no it's, yeah I, I understood think, it it's still better than Amlet <laughs> no, no no in my mind it was like gregarious Egregious. Mm. No, egregious. I've said that egregious. word so many times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah egregious yeah. content. So, so social media services also will have certain um, fines in place if they don't take down egregious content. Mm. So, mm. so generally the big thing is that, okay, now these online platforms are going to have rules um, for them. Um, and one of the things was like, uh, I think they can be fined up to a million dollars, which means like Facebook, yep. TikTok, it can be fine if they don't take down um, or if there's no response or solution to something that is highlighted as egregious. Mm. And then the mm. internet service providers, so like your Singtel, Starhub, and M1s, they can be fined for up to 500000 uh, yep. if yep. they fail to, to uh, block any service that IMDA says request to block la, for, for posting egregious content. Mm. So mm. Yeah. that's generally the broad thing if i missed out anything mm. terence please add on um <clears throat> no i think yeah there's <clears throat> the nuts and bolts of everything but it basically means like yeah la, if there's something that the government or mda deems uh, objectionable they can tell facebook take it down and if mm. facebook refuses to comply they can tell singtel or start to block access to facebook uh which sounds crazy in theory right mm. but that's basically essentially the power that that this bill will will um will pass up will will give to IMDA to do that right yeah uh and I think previously it was uh it's always been much more ambiguous uh, right and uh you know there was a lot of pushback from platforms like Facebook and all 
about when POFMA was first put forward, like, right? Where POFMA, they were forced to publish a clarification on, on Facebook, on, next to the yeah. post itself, whenever something yeah. was deemed fake news by the government. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, I think we all talked about it before where even the language of that, that, that posting, that posting of that clarification felt very, uh, like very disgruntled Facebook doing it, like, you know, what, what yeah, was the it? laws what, of Singapore, yeah. I mean, vaguely, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like the laws of Singapore of your government require us to post this addendum, you know, to this thing to clarify that it is not true. Something like that, mm. like, you know, mm. so, so it was still very much like, laying it on the hands of in the on the feet of the government to to tell people that oh this is not fake news and, and this is fake news and you shouldn't listen to it la. um mm. but this one seems to be much more uh sweeping uh much more powerful much more power given to the imda to just say hey this is not right you have hours to take this down if you refuse to comply the whole country will not have uh, your social media platform access to your platform for a while you mm, know mm, mm. so and- that's why it, it feels like oh uh I think there's a general sense of we're going towards a more like 1984 police state kind of feel to it. Like. There, there is that sentiment like, that I'm seeing online like, when people are responding to this. Yeah. And I mean, this bill wasn't just passed uh, without any kind of like questioning. Like. Apparently, there were 16 mm. MPs that posed questions. Um, mm. So so generally around like, okay, what what are other types of OCSs? Because, you know, we need acronyms. So Online Communication mm. Service. Uh, this one specifies uh, on, on communication services with reach and um, social media platforms. Like, but they were saying, okay, what about other platforms? But Jos- yeah. Jotio, who was the person championing the bill, uh, said that yeah. IMDA will talk to them, talk to these services first to decide whether they are uh, they fall within the category. Mm. Then also private comms. Um, yeah. Like, why aren't private chats or private Telegram groups or anything, do they fall under the regulation? So what I understand mm-hmm. is that there's also certain criteria that will deem something to be public or private. And if it is mm-hmm. deemed private, then it doesn't fall under it. Yeah, yeah. So right. uh, I think they're, they're saying private messaging apps, right? No. Yeah. Uh, right now, no issue. Uh, but when you say, let's say a Facebook group that uh, only accepts, you know, is, is a private Facebook group, uh, is it necessarily private? I think that's where they're saying that uh, it kind of depends on how how they're allowing people to join the group. Lah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like if anybody can join a group, does that really mean that the group is private just because it says it's private, lah, right? Yeah. So uh, I think yeah. some examples you can think of are like like healing the divide, for example, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a very big group of people. They are, they say anybody can join a group. It's okay to join it. So does that really make it a private group of individuals who are for sharing this kind of content or is it um is it a public group? Uh? That's the big question. Yeah. And I guess that also applies to you know those COVID groups, those COVID anti vaccine groups and all that came up. I mean I joined a few uh, at some yeah. point just to yeah, healing the divide. Uh, healing the divide is uh, healing that, the uh, divide. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh healing the divide. Uh so it's one of those things that I you don't have to you can join, uh, you know. Uh mm, there's nothing yeah. that, that 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 proves an obstacle. I mean you can join. So Mm. It, groups will be deemed private or not, lah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, this has come after months of being tabled in October. I think in March, mm. in July. But well, what have you seen online in terms of the reactions? Uh, uh yeah. Like I mentioned, a lot of people are saying, uh, the over. I mean, they are criticizing the overreach of this 
this act uh, mm. in the sense that won't it force does it mean that I mean now it seems like the IMDA or the government is the chief arbiter of of uh of what is what is allowed and what's not allowed lah you know mm, um, mm. and and they can decide you know there's always the the talk of the slippery slope where uh eventually like you know what if they, what if they're just silencing uh say political opponents or or, or something that they don't agree with lah you know mm. um so there are yeah it's true lah that there are some Gray areas that they, they uh, that exist. Even when you say uh, racial slash religious content, right? For example, I think the the example that Josephine Teo brought up was uh, during COVID when there was a I think a, a, someone created a meme saying that you know uh, you know because there was a shortage of toilet paper in a lot of supermarkets, right? Mm. Or there was people panic buying toilet paper in supermarkets. Uh, there yeah. was some meme created saying, "Oh, why?" Why worry about toilet paper when you can use the Bible or Quran or other religious texts instead as sort of toilet paper, lah, right? Yeah. And uh, I think there was an effort to, by the government to try and get Facebook to take it down. But uh, from what I remember, Facebook deemed that it didn't violate their community standards, their global community standards, so they refused to. Mm. Uh, and and it, it took some back and forth before before any action was taken. Lah. So, um. When when I say gray area, uh, I, I'm not advocating that that kind of content is necessarily good or tasteful or anything. I'm just saying that what, you know, what the global HQ for a social media company like Facebook or or Twitter or what what they deem to be acceptable might not be acceptable in Singapore, and that's why that's where the tension comes in, like, Right? Uh, these are very big media uh, tech giants operating out of Singapore, and uh, whereas Singapore, we're trying to you know. Keep things, uh, keep a firm hand on on what's going on, uh, on the online space here, la. So that's where there's a lot of tension between the, the two parties. Uh. Um, mm. so yeah, that when I say it's a gray area, means that, uh, there will be other instances like this where there is tension between the government and the social media platform about what is is what is fair game to post, uh. And uh, I think this what this bill is trying to do is to quash that and just say it's the gov- it's up to the government to decide and no one else. Yeah, because okay, so like uh, before we talk about okay whether like what what our thoughts are is I think in general I do feel mm. that the online space requires some regulation, mm. um, cause it can get fucking scary lah. Um, and of course any person online now you can see content that's scary, but in some of the work mm. that we have done in the past with like counter terrorism and all, we have seen mm. content online that is almost avail- freely available, that can be very, very dangerous uh, if consumed mm. by by young individuals yeah. and all. Um, yeah. So, feels like there needs to be some sort of regulation. Then it can't be you post anything you want and then, uh, yeah. too bad. Like, if pe- you, you know, there's one thing that people say, oh, if you don't want, you don't click, uh, you don't watch, uh, you don't read. Uh, right? Yeah. Feels like that's not the most sustainable thing. Uh, yeah. But then, but then looking at like what it is now, even reading the report, essentially the government will decide what qualifies as an online communication service because mm, they mm. say in inverted commas, uh, it's a platform that has significant reach. Like, yeah. well, what does that mean, right? Um, mm. Then which social media platform um, they decide. Mm. Uh, whether yeah. a group is public or private, they decide. Mm. Whether yeah. content is egregious, they decide. Then it feels like, oh, 
damn, that sounds a bit uh, a bit much. Lah. Yeah, arbitrary, lah, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think just building on what you're saying is that, uh, yeah, the on- a lot of the online sentiment is like uh, painting the government as the bad person. Lah. The, mm. the, you know, the bad guy uh, putting all this draconian uh, legislation in place to to suppress free speech, you know. Um, but I think one thing to not forget is that these social media platforms uh, have also not done a good job. Lah. They've not done a good job of regulating their own spaces. Um, you know, every time something uh, egregious happens, like, um, uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of examples, lah, but let's say like the, the, the person who's live streaming, live streaming, uh, when he went to, when he, when the, ter- the guy went to shoot up a mosque and mm. then he live streamed the whole thing and all, right? I think, um, even then, even Facebook itself was like, I, I think at, at the point was like scrambling to try and control, control the messaging and, and all these things. So, the the very least I would say is that it's, you know social media the companies in pursuit of of profit in pursuit of uh of uh, getting clicks and having people stay on the sites they've not done a good job of regulating their own content or incentivizing uh better online behavior uh, if anything you know the algorithms seem to for for a very long time seem to uh, encourage people to to post outrageous material uh, you know. Mm. Stuff that gets people outraged rather than uh stuff that you know um makes for better com- make, makes for better conversations online conversations or even just makes you feel better right mm. like like they rather you more you, I think at one point you're much more likely to to see someone ranting or posting some video uh complaining about something rather than you know about talking about their, a nice day or something positive la. and and you slowly we found out that algorithms were the ones pushing us in that direction. I mean, they, they were basically taking the worst of of uh, human behavior and just amplifying it using uh, technology and algorithms. Uh, mm. And then saying that, oh, this, this, this is what free speech is about, like, you know? And uh, personally, I don't agree with that approach where there's basically, you know, they just basically let social media firms do anything they want and then if any, anything goes wrong, they just say, oh, that's just how algorithm works. We're just... Uh, we're just building on what what people already want to see, and they they themselves are the one who make the decision decisions to click up. Because I think, like I, I've always thought, is that what, what I've always thought is that social media is such a it's still a it's still a very new thing. We're still just scratching the surface of how it's affecting us as a society and all. Uh, and to and not being careful about how it affects us as a society and how it affects us mentally and emotionally and and uh, psychologically and all. It's just. Uh, it's just been very irresponsible behavior lah, on the part of social media firms. Mm. So, the government want, needing to step in and do this and maybe they are overreaching, maybe that is, everything still seems a bit arbitrary. Uh, unfortunately, they, they had to do something. Lah. I think stuff has to be done. Lah, so know? basically, basically you're saying that the government always told the social media platforms, hey guys, you know, I think you should do a better job. You know, just, just you know, here's a gentle reminder. You know, a gentle reminder mm. to to uh, enforce something and they're like, yeah, 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 whatever G, whatever G, we're just yeah. a platform, we're just yeah. an algorithm. And then now the government is saying, hey, fuck you all, okay? We give yeah. you two years, we give you three years to do shit and this shit is mm. still happening. You know what? Screw yeah. all of you. I'm yeah, laying yeah. the law. No, I don't even know if the government knew the scale of the problem, what the scale of the problem would be la, at, at, earlier in the last few years. I, until the last so? few years happened. You don't not think not so? for, I mean, you think about the people who are making the decisions about all these things, a lot of them are also much older, you know? 
they're not necessarily digital natives and all. They they see the issues or they read about it, but they might not experience it themselves. Uh. Like I mean, if if someone told you about some trend on TikTok and all that, would you be would you be the most immediate thing on your mind? You know. Uh, you mean whether like to, to whether it clicks, uh, or I'm like, what the fuck are people doing this trend thing? Yeah, now? yeah. I mean, TikTok to me still feels like such a, a wild west. I really don't understand so many aspects of it, like you know. Mm. Rest of Facebook and YouTube, I feel a little more. Com- I not say comfortable. I understand how it works and all these things, but TikTok to me is still like a whole new animal. So, you know, you gotta remember that a lot of people running the governments as well as well. They are also they for a long time they were also grappling with what social media is and how it affects the people of the country or young people especially. Hey, bro, you got to see the all all the politicians on TikTok. We are the ones who don't understand, man. Look at them, man. Lawrence Wong, Ong Ikang. They've got teams. They've got teams, interns, everyone who helps them. No, they've they do budgets, everything themselves, you know? dude. They are heroes. They are angels. So they say. La. So yeah, they, they say, are multitask yeah. extraordinaires. Uh, no, la, no, la. come on. Yeah. But, but, we, but, know, I mean, we know the truth. La. I mean, you've interacted <laughs> with civil servants and and you know how everyone scrambles when a VIP walks in the room. Sometimes it's quite comical, you know, when when you see things like that. If you're not in the private, if you're not in the public sector, especially, yeah. And then you you see how uh, civil servants scramble when uh you know the boss or someone says something, and then they're like, wow, everyone just like it's like all hands on deck. You know, let's solve the problem now. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, I mean, just to but, just yeah, to seg- aside, segue yeah. a little bit uh, about politicians and how they talk. Uh, just mm. so happens that as of now, we are confirmed to have a minister of state coming onto mm. our podcast next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming onto it's our on podcast a, next week. Plans. It's in yeah. the plans, man. So you will literally see an MP uh, and and yeah. uh, or hear how him or her talks. Yeah. Uh, but, but but I've been yeah. I've been so I've been yeah just uh, talking about this for about for you like you know who what where do you where do you see the what do you think? Where do you think the responsibility should lie, la? Like right now, uh, between the government, between the social media platforms, uh, who should be taking the, the the larger share of the responsibility for all the online harms that have occurred to us as a whole generation of of social media users? I mean, I also do feel that for the longest time, the social media platforms did not do enough, la. Um, mm, I think mm. seeing the arguments in the past saying okay which Facebook uh, Spotify even Twitter has said mm. uh, quite often is that we are a platform and we cannot be held responsible for things that people post over time we've seen mm. that is not the case I think yep. it was first YouTube YouTube was the first one who caught out and said okay we need to do something it caused a lot of backlash mm. amongst the creators then it mm. was I think Facebook um, after the mm. Christchurch uh, massacre that Spotify mm. recently, right? Mm. Um, Twitter. What's Spotify's case? Sorry. Uh, with Joe Rogan and all the backlash and and COVID uh, yeah, yeah, misinformation. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. And for the longest time, they always said, "Okay, we are a platform. We are not going to be have influence on editorial. You don't believe mm. in it. If you're an employee, you you can walk off." For the mm. longest time. But the most recent thing is they formed a committee to kind of curb uh, harmful content on Spotify, an internal committee. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think after the Christchurch massacre, I think Facebook hired like. Ten or twenty thousand human, um, like kind of evaluators to curb shit that you is posted on Facebook. Like YouTube has updated their algorithm. Twitter, I mean, Twitter is interesting, like You know, we are seeing mm. all these countries mm. clamp down at the time when the new CEO is all about free speech. You know, mm. the the town square of the internet. So it's going to be interesting to see how Twitter of all kind of 
fits into um like the, the laws of not just Singapore but other countries as well. Uh. So yeah, so yeah. that is the landscape. So I think like uh I also do feel that the government can't sit back and do nothing. Um mm, mm. and even though reading this is like, wow, they decide this, they decide that, they decide this. Uh I wish it wasn't this way, but at this point, feels like there's no other solution. Eh? The one thing yeah. The one thing that I was curious is because they gave the examples of Germany, uh, where I think mm. you can be fined up like two up to two million euros. Uh, Australia, mm. where you have to take down things that are deemed harmful within twenty four hours. Um, mm. Like, what is the setup there, uh, yeah. And apparently, in Germany, it is the Network Enforcement Act, which was passed mm. um, recently as well. Uh, they target social media platforms over with two million users or more. They have to remove content within 24 hours. Um, maximum fine of 50 million euros. So mm. that also got a lot of backlash because mm. it is decided by the government. Um, yeah. it, is, it is a net, network enforcement act and I believe that similar to Singapore, the people who are the final decision makers part of government. Then mm. I was like, oh, mm. Australia. Australia, uh, they tend to be more consumer friendly. So they also have an act and it is yeah. governed by the e-safety commissioner, mm-hmm. which which it says is an independent uh, entity. But then on their website, it says it's an independent statutory office supported by the Australian Communications and Media Authority. So then I feel like if it's independent, it's supported by the government. That means it's still government, mm. la, right? Mm. Yeah. The, reason, yeah. the reason why I bring that up is because it feels like maybe the sweet spot is a third-party objective regulator or arbitrator who decides what is right or what is wrong. Mm, mm. But I then, mean, previously, we were hoping yeah. that it would be the courts, like, right, for POFMA. Because yeah. uh, I think a lot of people are saying that, yeah, POFMA, I mean, regulating the speech is fine, but it should be decided ideally by a court where, you know, both sides can challenge the legality of everything. Like. Um, but uh, POFMA, that's why POFMA was, was, has been... Uh, criticized for for you know again you know be feeling like it's it's uh, just one side of the uh one side that has the power to uh, arbitrate what's uh what's real and what's fake news uh, right yeah and and I mean right now POFMA is a committee right uh what do I mean a committee is in the no, a minister a minister can step in and just oh a minister declare, yeah. declare something is wrong yeah but it can be challenged in court but. I think uh, it takes a whole process, like a long time, like. Whereas Pofma, that I mean, allows the minister almost immediately uh, get something, um, get a correction yeah. made, like. So, but I guess yeah. uh, one interesting thing you 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 mentioned just now was the idea of the the Twitter town square, right? Yeah. So I I mean philosophically, how I've been thinking about this is that yeah, you, you, there's a whole town square of of people talking, right? People giving speeches, people talking, and all, um. But the thing is that everyone, everyone, if there are a lot of people talking, who do you, who, who can you actually hear, like, right? Mm. Uh, and the thing is that I, I, how I think about it is that social media companies, what they are have been doing is like, um, they've been going around and deciding who who will get a megaphone, uh, who will get a megaphone to use to talk to people in the town square, like. And they'll mm. be handing out these megaphones based on, oh wow, this person's attracting a big crowd. He must be saying something important. I'll give him a megaphone. Oh, that person, you know, seems to be saying something like that that's triggering a lot of people. I'll give him a megaphone. You know, they're not so much thinking about what the person's actually saying. They're just giving the person, amplifying his voice. Uh. And I think um, what the governments are trying to do, whether it's Germany or, or Singapore or, or Australia or that, they're trying to say, 
hey, uh, the guy that you gave this megaphone to, he's a stuff he's saying is a big problem. Uh, you know, take you know, take him away, take away the megaphone, or we'll get or we'll get someone else to extract him from from your platform lah, from here. Oh, or maybe yeah. we'll just shut down your platform entirely. Yeah. So yeah, the the idea of uh social media companies saying, hey, you know, we got no we got no skin in the game, we 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 don't decide anything, is it's free speech. That to me is a, a cop out uh, because you still decide who gets the the megaphone, you see. And uh, it's as much as you say it's too very cumbersome thing to do at all. It's something that can be done with with technology and artificial intelligence, you know. You can decide, hey, you know, you can use artificial intelligence to identify what is the person saying, are there certain words they're using and, and all that that are, are they sound harmful in theory and all. And and then with, based on that, try to guide the giving of megaphones to to a better kind of uh, a, a more constructive kind of voice like right mm. so, so that's why I, I don't think it's right that social media firms are just trying to absolve themselves of all responsibility of what kind of content is being amplified on their platforms Terrence are you saying that a creator who has like a huge ass megaphone uh, yeah. only got given the megaphone by the platform and it wasn't down to their own uh, drive and determination and creativity is that of course, what you're saying but but you could you could argue that they they know how to game the system to to get, get the megaphone, megaphone la, right? To like show a bit of skin of, and all of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Show skin or say something really outrageous that rouses people up, uh, and and not not necessarily constructive. Or you could even be fake news and everything. And so that's the problem we've been grappling with the last ten years, lah. And I, yeah, just knowing what social media companies their incentives are, uh, yeah, the incentives are not aligned with 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 society like you know to, to try and I mean what I would imagine in society you want to encourage uh, more constructive conversations and, and not not just give the microphone to the loudest person in the room right so 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 then then, then it's going to become like TV social media is going to become like TV where there's going to be ratings you know there's going to be like uh, I don't know it just feels like then it'll feel less exciting right you'll feel you feel then how? Then how how to spur mm. on innovation, how to scratch that itch that people want to have scratch uh, in terms of posting whatever they want and all? Uh, I mean, I think TV is a bit different because the, the the structure, the business model, everything of TV, it still has to go through uh, networks, la, right? They are regulated, where content is regulated by the government much more closely, la, right? Mm. And they have, they already have very established rules and guidelines to follow. Whereas when we talk about user-generated content, you can't expect every post to be regulated uh, immediately by the government or whatnot, right? Mm. So so this is the government reacting whenever there's a post that, that they deem offensive. So it's only after it's published that they react. La. Whereas TV is like, before it even goes on TV, it already has passed this, uh, a few rounds of checks. And I think that's also one of the criticisms here la, is that uh, won't this, that a lot of people are asking, won't this, Act actually encourage social media firms to self censor in some sense, police mm. the the content much more um, themselves, or even like because they have a risk of getting fined or getting shut down, they will actually uh, they won't even dare to go near content that is just still within the boundary but pushing the edges a little bit, like Right? Mm. Um, is it going to silence you know any that, that kind of that kind of thing? And and I think that's a legitimate concern. So that's why I think it's important that we look at the fine detail, like how are they determining uh what is harmful content or how many you know when you, when you say a big group like healing the divide, like how big is a big group la? 
Because, mm. I mean, I think in Germany, under the Network Enforcement Act, it's like, if your social media site is like more than 2 million users, mm. it's considered, then it falls under that, that category. But for, let's say, in Singapore, there's a Telegram group of like, you know, 10,000 users. Is that considered a big big enough group mm. that it needs to be regulated? So so these are all questions that uh should be asked. Uh, yeah. That I think I think I think the MPs a lot of MPs have been asking as well, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. dude, go one very short answer, you no. Know? You tell me all this grandfather story about how to solve the problem. <laughs> you know what the answer is, you no? Know? For people what? who want to create content, the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, and I and realistically, I also feel that this sort of regulation is coming now and probably getting more urgent because at some mm. point, we are going to be doing stuff in like the VR, AR space. La. And if mm. we can't even get our shit together for the 2D space, then the mm. metaverse how? And I mean, I just happened to be hosting some some uh, a panel like a few weeks ago for some video talking about the metaverse and the challenges. And that was the first time that I came across these cases of like people getting harassed in the metaverse, no? Mm, mm, like they wear the Oculus Rift, the yeah. they have those those hand hand whatever things you call which replicates your hands in the in the VR space, right? Mm. And in these rooms where you have your avatars and all, there are more and more cases of people being sexually harassed by other avatars. Mm. So then, mm. what happens there? Like who? Yeah, you can't even you can't even identify who is that avatar, and they are sexually harassing you in the metaverse, no. So yeah, then do the yeah. rules of the real world apply in the metaverse? So it feels like there's going to be a whole onslaught of regulation there and that is going to mm. become the new Wild Wild West. Social media is yeah. going to become the new TV. La. Of course, yeah. in a different way. So so that's why it feels like, okay, I mean, in some sense, like look at us also, right? Would we ever write the stuff that we say on this podcast on Facebook? Uh, I wouldn't. But mm. a podcast is a new format where it allows a bit more freedom of expression. La. Mm, mm. So, and then the the laying the laying of ground of context uh, right like yeah, the laying something of short that you post on Facebook that is a very outrageous statement it's very different from us sitting here and discussing uh, discussing something outrageous that someone said uh, right yeah I mean even if we put the transcript of our podcast probably if we copy and paste on Facebook uh, mm. it could go it could go wrong like, you know people take one paragraph yeah. out and be like what the fuck is people saying yeah correct correct, correct. you know which is actually also very relevant to our next topic, But yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I mean, yeah. But I mean, that, I, that was all. Yeah. That, that that was all. I mean, it's interesting, and yeah, I'm, I'm curious how people are reacting to this. Like, of course, some people might not give a mm. shit, la. Might not yeah. give a shit. Uh, but it will affect everyone, la, For sure, it, it will, will affect, affect the content that you see uh, that that you have access to in Singapore. So yeah, let's let's keep an eye on the, the what moment. Happens, yeah. The moment you hear me asking Terence to fuck off less on a podcast. Uh, more and more to the point that I don't say it, right? Then you know, like, oh, it's encroaching on us, man. It's encroaching. Yeah, self-censorship. Self-censorship. Yeah, self-censorship. So, yeah. But, so, we yeah. should do a yearly or monthly tally. I think someone suggested that, right? The newsletter. Have an ongoing count of how many times Harish tells Terrence to fuck off uh, for that week. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the, yeah, yeah. There is that, that tally the bench, that someone yeah. has suggested. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe it's a good time to segue also to Sure, our, man. Our goofy topic where, where we are talking about, uh, you know, a new platform, a podcast where, and uh, some people talking about something that could have possibly been taken out of context a little bit. Uh. And mm. what is this? What is this big hoo-ha? It is a recent podcast uh, published by Hush, um, mm. um, which 
covers the 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 realm of cheating in relationships lah. Mm. So it is a 36 minute podcast that exists in yeah. audio and video form. Is cheating in relationships ever justified? Justified? Where the three hosts, uh, mm. women hosts, talk through this lah. But more mm. specifically, what we're talking about is one article that came out where the title yeah. is "This clip is making my blood boil." Netizens <laughs> flag local podcasts um for a clip that was uploaded uh about cheating lah, where one of them kind of def. Explains that in some instances cheating is justified. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, did, did you listen to the full podcast? Uh, no. I I I skimmed through it, so I didn't listen to everything. Mm. But but yeah, lah. I I listened to enough to get the the feel of it. And I admittedly yeah. wasn't the keenest to talk about this. Uh, sure. But why, Terence? Why do you want to talk about this? Uh, I mean, yeah, because I wanted to confront you with the existential. Existential questions before you enter into holy matrimony for the mm. rest of your life as well, lah. Uh. <laughs> so this is yeah. supposed to make you feel uncomfortable as you grapple with this question. Come, uh, try, right? man, try. Yeah, go, go. No, no, I think yeah. the 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 bigger thing is uh like what you mentioned. Podcasts are quite a new platform, a new yeah. platform even for a big media player like I mean the glo- uh, national uh, broadcaster media corp, lah. Right. Mm. So uh, I think there's a lot. Of There's been some criticism of this saying that hey, if this is a media corp produced, uh, podcast that is uh under the umbrella of of media corp and and most likely funded by by public money. I mean, media corp is funded by public money, right? The government mm. money and all. Mm. Um, should they be posting content that seems to, uh, justify or at least make excuses for very immoral behaviors, lah? Like 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 cheating? Because don't don't forget Singapore, we've We've gone to the extent of banning like medicine. Uh, is it medicine Avenue? The yeah, Ashley Medicine. Ashley, sorry, Medicine Avenue. Ah, Ashley Medicine, Ashley medicine. which if you recall, was a website that in uh was paired uh people who are in or at least paired married people. It was like a matchmaking website for married people, lah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. yeah um. Correct. So it there was a talk that there was the, the there is the sentiment that it's a website that. Encourages or at least allows for people to to cheat, uh, to cheat on their marriages, and also it was actually banned from Singapore from coming to Singapore from opening in Singapore. Yeah. Um. So we are not we are a country that yeah lah, uh takes our our you know moral uh, moral standings very seriously, mm. and to have a podcast that's funded by a national broadcaster, uh, actually even give a hint of saying that that cheating is justifiable. Should that be the case, lah? Should we even allow this kind of conversation to be published, lah? So, so that, I mean, that's a big yeah. question. The the full context is that the video on YouTube and the podcast is thirty eight minutes long. The mm. video mm. that got a lot of backlash was a one minute yeah. excerpt uploaded on TikTok that got about fifty five thousand views in one day. And then the Correct. the podcasters took it down, lah. Uh, yes. And then yes. they posted saying that um, what did they clarify? Ah, uh? like uh. Editors note: We like to clarify that we're not justifying that cheating having an affair is okay. In the full episode, we delve into several perspectives. Hope you can give the full episode a chance for the full context. So basically, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like it's one of those things that. So you said you wanted to make me uncomfortable before I go into marriage. Uh? What 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 did you want to make me uncomfortable? Uh? You're gonna ask me about the question, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just to pose I think you the question. Up, uh. I think cheating fucked up. Is uh, it is it justifiable? Is it ever justifiable? 
Nope. No. But Heart you no. can redeem yourself. Hard no. Hard no. Hard Okay, so you no. are, that's, that's what, uh, that's what they also, the, that's what some of them say, la, right? But yeah. one of them said that it's not a hard no for them. La. Yeah. yeah, one of the hosts, la, right? But can you explain your, your high moral ground that you're standing on? Like, hey, no, 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 no. Don't give me this high moral ground. <laughs> no, no, no. no, the thing is, the cheating, like I would say, at no point is it justified. But am I saying at mm. no point, is, is it something that people can never atone or redeem themselves for? No, also. But to me, cheating, yeah. there's so many steps that uh, come before like you reach cheating level. La. And mm. the whole thing is, like, oh, it just happened. Fuck that shit. Fuck that mm. shit and throw it out the window. Uh, I don't but believe in that. you're drunk at a club, you know, no, so then you fun with up. your friends. Then you, you accept responsibility that you fucked up, but you don't try and defend it. People make mistakes. You were I'm drunk, saying, you were under the influence of alcohol, and yeah, you yeah. weren't thinking no, straight. I, I'm not standing on an ivory tower saying, oh, I will never cheat. Who knows what can happen, right? <laughs> but I don't so think you will, it is. there's possibility you will cheat. Uh. That's what you're I saying. Mean, like I won't, I won't rule out anything, right? I, I'm not, I'm not perfect or anything, but I would say you might that accidentally it, fall into some woman's arms yeah, and then accidentally right. kiss her. That's that's what. Yeah, and my happen. pants that's accidentally, my pants accidentally Open. come off. Yeah, and then her <laughs> pants also accidentally come off. Which no, even, surprisingly has been used as a defense for, for in the Middle East alleged rape before. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think it's more is that if it happens, then it's a big fuck up. Like you can't mm. justify it. It's just a fuck up, and you accept responsibility. I'm not saying it will mm. never happen. Uh, but yeah, so that's my stance. What about you? Uh? What about you? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's morally, it's always, it's never justifiable. Yeah. It's morally wrong. And uh, like you, there's always a certain point where someone makes a decision, however small, or should I go out tonight? Should I have this drink? Should I talk to the person? Should I yeah. reply the message? There's always a certain point where you could have, where you were sober and you could have said, uh, no, it could put me in a situation where I, where some shit could happen, lah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there's, uh, it, it's like like you. I think it is a situation of you fucked up, lah, and don't try and justify it by saying, oh, because I think, yeah, it's when people are saying, oh, it's justified because the relationship was toxic or I wasn't being treated well in my relationship. That's where I I, I think it's pretty fucked up, lah. Right. Yeah. You know, like like you said, if someone fucked up, if someone cheated, they made a mistake. Yeah, I think the most important thing is to acknowledge it. It's about you. It's you made a mistake. Mm. And not about putting the blame and trying to gaslight the other party saying that, oh, it's because, because of the way of the way you treated me and all that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think yeah. that's the really evil thing. And that's what I think people are responding to in the in the responses that of, of these three podcast uh, hosts yeah. uh, have done. Mm. In the sense that they were saying, I think the big, if you, I, I did listen to the whole thing and then the, uh, a lot of them are saying that yeah, it, it is morally wrong. It's wrong, and if someone cheats on me, I would dump him straight away and all that. But they are at the same time, you know, maybe they are giving a bit too much leeway to their friends who who have cheated before and have justified it by saying that they were in a toxic relationship, and that's why they were they were looking for looking for love, lah, right? Yeah. Elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, in the sense, is is giving giving um. Uh, I think uh yeah, giving them a, a way out of, of of uh actually, you know, being a bit more introspective and trying to acknowledge responsibility for something wrong that they've done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but that being said, while both of us uh share that stance and uh while a lot of people might uh, as well, 
do I think that the podcast oh, should never be made? You know? I'm like, no. Like, uh, mm. that is mm. the point of a fucking podcast. So, we, we, like, why we wanted to talk about it was not to debate the question. Uh, it is yeah. just to talk through, is it wrong for mm. a podcast mm. to cover that or for even one of the hosts to share an opinion uh, that mm. to her makes sense? And I don't think that's wrong. Um, yeah. I don't think that's wrong. The whole podcast was just considering the different perspectives and you yeah. can disagree with someone but don't say like, hey, it promotes cheating and all. I'm like, fuck lah. Like, uh, in fact, yeah. I'm glad it is on a Mediacorp podcast mm. because mm. if Mediacorp censors that, they'll be like, hey, come on lah guys. This is a legit conversation. What is wrong? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, just because it's Mediacorp, then we can't talk about stuff that like, you know, makes, you, makes people uncomfortable. I think that's where that's the real like self censorship that we we need to be afraid of, like, Right? Yeah. Where moral police in the public are saying, "Hey, this is not right," you know, and and then like you shouldn't be posting this. Whereas because they, I think the 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 things that is literally a thirty six minute podcast, like, Right? Mm. And really, if you listen to a full podcast, it's they give a lot of examples, and they still insist that yeah, like, is morally not a right thing to do, like, Right? Yeah. Um, so that they, they and they they are are really they I think if you watch it they really put their hearts out there in terms of revealing what happened to them before as well and their own experiences with cheating how bad it made them feel and things like that lah. So it was actually quite interesting listen to to hear that perspective even though even if you don't agree with it and uh, yeah lah, like you know like I've always spoken before about how I'm very surprised about how TikTok how the audience on TikTok reacts to stuff. Versus how the our you know people in our subreddit react to what we, things we say like right, and and I think it comes because of the platform as well like, you know, the platform allows for a certain length of content, it allows for a certain type of content, uh, it allows for certain types of content to go viral to to be pushed through the algorithm and for people to get megaphones to shout certain things, um, and in this case, the context of the entire podcast of the entire discussion is removed. And only the most outrageous part of it was put up, and uh, and yeah, like, it made it seem like these girls were just sitting there for half an hour talking about why cheating is good, nah, right? mm, 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 which is not the case. It's not yeah. the case at all. So um, yeah, like, you see, TikTok has has failed us again, you know, in that aspect, and that's why we need Josephine Till to come in and save us from TikTok, lah. Yeah. No, but I mean, in some way, right? Like, if you look at it from the other perspective, them putting up that clip got their mm, po- their mm. podcast more publicity. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They correct, got fifty five thousand views overnight. We are talking about it. Our listeners are now maybe if they haven't heard of it, they would have heard. So then it becomes a thing mm. like, oh shit, uh was it was it a conscious thing? Was it was mm. it something that they knew would get traction? That's why I was surprised that they deleted the video. Mm. I would rather you would have wanted not, them to leave it up, la. Yeah, leave it up. Because mm. that is what was said. Uh if people want to make yeah. judgments based on that, then yeah. you just point them to watch the whole thing. So when they yeah. took Whereas it down... Whereas you take it down, you're sort of admitting like, oh yeah, yeah. that's something wrong. Yeah. 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 Don't take it down, man. Like, conversations like that are important to have because it is a human thing. Maybe when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I will never fuck up. And all that. But now, I don't fucking know, right? You never know. Mm. No one is perfect. Shit can happen. And mm. it is that sort of conversations that is the reason why podcasts exist. So don't take it down, guys. Yeah. yeah. Leave it. Uh, it's, it's... Yeah, so I, I, I would... Say yeah, la, people don't be so ideally did not be so uh ready to uh reading the pitchforks at, at, at these three young ladies for that little short clip that you saw la. and uh give it a chance, la. give it a whirl, give it a listen. 
And yeah. then you, you sort of see their perspective. You don't have to agree with it. And but there is uh there are parts that were, that you will also agree with them on. La. You know? Yeah. And I think one of them gives a very a very <laughs> Singaporean example of how she cheated on her her army, her NS boyfriend when she was starting work and then the boyfriend was entering NS and how fucked up it made her feel and, and made her promise that she never would never do something like that again la, in the mm. relationship. So, so you know, it shows you, yeah, people, they're literally admitting that they made mistakes, they fucked up and they've learned from them and grown from them. And that's something, if anything, that's something, a good takeaway for, for young people who listen to it also, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, give it a chance, man. Um, yeah. And But I mean, yeah, is. I, I, I don't think they will put up the video again, but I mean, the video is an extract from the long one, so you can just find it on YouTube also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people, I think also in the comments, they were saying, this is why I don't listen to local podcasts. It's bullshit. It's crap. Fuck and that. Fuck <laughs> that stupid shit. And then, uh, and then a whole list of recommendations of overseas, overseas podcasts. podcasts. To to. <laughs> yeah, not, not local ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you ever come across anyone at your, you know, as you go out this weekend for dinners or lunches with your friends talking about this issue, uh, you know, remind them there are local podcasts worth listening to. Yeah. So not, start not off saying, your dinner. Not, not, don't, don't, yeah, yeah. not saying that you must mention us, but I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, start off your dinner by asking people around the table, do you believe cheating can be justified? Go. Um, and then after that, when they debate, you can say, oh, the context of this is I listened to a podcast that was talking about another podcast that talked about this and this is why you guys should support local podcasts. Oh. Well, I yeah. thought you would say that you let the person say the, the piece and then after you say, yeah lah, but I that once again, that once again, uh, that once again, what's the name? Yeah lah, but. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I think people have asked oh, yeah. for our jingle to be made into like a sound clip. So like a soundboard oh, or something. Just like a soundboard. Like. Oh, I see, I see. A soundboard, yeah. But we, I mean, yeah, you know, we, we vary it up. We vary it up sometimes, like, right? So, yeah, so it's hard yeah. to, to... It's like a snowflake. La. It's like a know. snowflake. There's no two Yalabad intros that are the same. <laughs> They're never the a same. A snowflake, yeah. a thumbprint. In fact, yeah. in fact, the crazy thing is I think our voices have actually evolved over over the years or so, like, right? Is it? Or is it just the tonality so. and the emotion and all? The tonality, emotion, age. Age is a very real, uh, real thing. And mm. everything, yeah. Maybe the first one mm. where we weren't sure what the hell this is, we we're like, uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another yeah. episode. No, we were yeah, doing la. it with our YouTube voices. Remember to subscribe and click uh-huh. the click the bell so you'll be notified every time we post a podcast. That kind and of then, thing, like, right? Remember and then now your like, hands moving in the frame <laughs> and all that. Yeah. That was like, we just sit in our bedrooms and like, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, that's man, what and but yeah. yeah man so let us know what you think even if it's just about a topic about cheating if you disagree with us as well uh, you know tell us why we should get off our moral high horse and, and, and join you down there la. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah but, yeah. but cool but, but I mean yeah this is a it's a interesting interesting question uh, both the content as well as the how people are dealing with the content these are all interesting things to talk about mm-hmm but yes, cool. Uh, so onto our our one show comment of the week, man. Terence, yeah. do you have your one show comment? Uh, I need to pull it up. Do you have yours in front of you? Uh, yes. Yeah, um, go for it. I mean, like, uh, it was the topic that we talked about. Um, you know, the IKEA threatens to sue a horror game developer on Reddit because mm. I think when 
when we were talking about it, we, we would say how, okay, maybe they settle out of court or uh, just, yeah, like, then you just kill it on your own. Like, you buy it and then you kill mm. it. But someone like Book and Cook just had a very simple suggestion like, oh, they should buy the game and use it as an advertising platform, like, advertisement platform. Like, you know, use IKEA products to hack zombies, you know, which I thought, hey, fuck, that would be a cool idea, man. Mm. You know, like, 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 uh, you just, you just make it a fun way to discover your products. Yeah. Actually, yeah, there's so many ways that, that IKEA yeah. could have used the publicity, yeah. Rather yeah, than yeah, just a cease cool, and desist letter. <laughs> that, would, yeah. that would be cool, man. Like, uh, like, yeah, this, this bit shit, you know, is, is 400 Egyptian threat count. Definitely can mm. contain a zombie if you throw it over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's, that's cool. cool. Uh, yeah. My one sh- short comment is actually from our YouTube channel because we posted, we do post short clips of the podcast on our YouTube and um, surprisingly, a couple of responses we've gotten have been a lot longer than the usual YouTube uh, comment. Uh. And ah. it was in relation to the, I mean, the, the question we posed was, uh, you know, should we hold the government responsible for what happened in Itaewon, uh, right? The Itaewon mm. Hollywood Halloween crowd crush. Um, and yeah, there have been a couple of comments from K Bow Wow 75 and, and Ophelia just debating. Uh, and, and one side on one side saying that it's an un- unpopular opinion, but the victims are the ones responsible. Then the other side saying that uh, I can't get behind the notion that the city shouldn't be held responsible, you know? Mm. And then they, they, they come and they list out the very long arguments and reasons why. So uh, I was very pleasantly surprised that YouTube, you know, there are a lot of people still posting. Uh, you know, long comments and long, uh, long, uh, sorry, justifications for, for their, for their thinking. Uh. So yeah, it's a nice surprise to to see. And yeah, if you're interested in that topic as well, do check out our YouTube channel. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and what is your one shook thing to send people off the weekend? Um, uh, my one shook thing, I think there was a, just one of those days this week's where this week where I just wanted to just okay just veg out and listen to some nice music, but also not just listen audio, but also have like watch live performances la. So then I mm. just went back to this one channel that I used to listen quite a bit. It's the KEXP, which is a radio station in the US, and they have these mm. live performances in their studios, which I don't know. I just love the aesthetic, and it's normally acoustic, and they bring in very cool individuals that maybe you haven't heard of like I know the XX mm. has appeared Florence and the Machine but their whole array of performances it's like it's like you know NPR Tiny Desk but more yes. independent yes. artists more indie artists mm. more non-conventional artists and it's and it's super cool like. and if I could recommend one there's one by Hun Hur Tu or something which is uh, that's how you pronounce it it's like a mm. Mong- uh, Mongolian if I believe a, a Mongolian rock band where they sing with their um they're very they have all these interesting in- instruments and costumes and they sing it and it's in their studio and it looks fucking epic mm. and it's like mm. very mm. otherworldly music uh, but you can also find yeah the, the XX Florence and the Machine Arctic Monkeys all doing acoustic performances uh, so it's just awesome music to just veg out to and watch at the same time uh. mm. and this is in YouTube uh. yeah on YouTube on YouTube oh, cool. yeah it's fucking cool man do they, cool. do they still do how often do they post content? Ah, good question. I think they still post quite regularly. Their latest one was twelve hours ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, it's regular. Mm. But it's good shit, man. It's good shit. 
Who? Yeah. What uh, about you, man? My and it's uh, not 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 something to really venture on, but actually on Reddit, I found a subreddit that I have found quite interesting in the last couple of weeks. Uh. it's the mm. Ask Singapore subreddit, lah. So typically, for even for Yellowbud, when we're researching articles, we go to <clears throat> we go to the Singapore subreddit, right? Um, and that's a lot of news articles, a lot of quite serious discussions. But the Ask Singapore subreddit, which is separate, uh, if you go there, they ask a lot more, you know, innocuous questions, a lot more um, discussions about day day to day living in Singapore. So, for example, you know, there's, I mean, it, it really varies. Like people asking plant based meat. What what are your thoughts about plant based meat? And then you get a lot of discussion about that. Um, you know, people asking, oh, uh, about what are some of the quality of life tips you have in Singapore? You know, to to make your little the little little hacks that you make your quality of life better. Uh, or they even ask. I mean, there's some really dark ones out there where people talk about how to cope with grief after an abortion, and that's literally Ooh. like a, a twenty year old um lady who's gone through just gone through a, an abortion, and then her boyfriend left her and all that, and she details the entire process, and then you know she she talks about how she talks about and asks for advice on how to deal with the grief dealing with that So you know there are a lot of people who are out there uh, not only giving um honest advice or, or feedback but they're also asking questions about how to live in Singapore la. and, and there have been quite a couple of uh, interesting threads in the past week talking about oh parents in Singapore what why do you all choose to have kids you know uh, or, and, and you know what 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 are the hidden, hidden treasures in Singapore that you would recommend uh, for us for people to try la, for people who think Singapore is boring this is all it, so it's really a whole spectrum of kind of questions to that, that people ask and I, I found they've been quite interesting and quite uh, some of the quite, the answers have been quite uh, enlightening uh, you know in the, the past couple of weeks so yeah mm. do check out that subreddit it's, it's something that I've actually started to really regularly go back and, and you know just refresh and take a look at what people are talking about there mm. well that's like the yeah. complete polar opposite to like hardware zone or something where just so happened when doing research for previous podcast one forum I saw was who is the hottest Singapore newscaster you, know? <laughs> you you might get you might get those kind of questions on I'm not saying that you won't get these kind of questions on this subreddit but that you will also get stuff that is a bit more heartwarming a bit, uh, you know sometimes a bit more depressing also I so, see, so yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just it's just interesting as a space la, to check oh, out nice yeah. so you can actually read that while listening to the KEXP music ah, yeah then you'll be two chilling out things yeah yeah, like simultaneously as well. Yeah, two wow. shock things combine and multiply and procreate. Yeah, two shock. Yeah, you complete two shock things with one with one stone. Uh, exactly. Okay. Kill. That, yeah. That, yeah. That that didn't work. Like that. that that didn't work. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but, but yeah. Cool. Cool man. Um. All right. It's the end of the week, and talk to y'all soon. <laughs>